0: And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Alright, so did I have M. Reese Everson on the line? Uh, and she is an attorney and author of the Babe's Guide series. She has multiple books out. Um, she has one called The Babe's Guide to Winning in the Workplace. And then she has another one out called The Babe's Guide to Generational Wealth. Today we're going to focus on The Babe's Guide to Generational Wealth. Uh, Reese, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Adam.
0: So I'm excited to get more into your book and uh, and your inspiration for this. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how would you get started in business and in your career?
1: Well, you know, entrepreneurship is one of those funny things that either you're um, planning to do it or you kind of just fall into it. And for me, entrepreneurship was kind of just something I just fell right into. Um, I started out, uh, I graduated from law school in Chicago. At 22, um, became an attorney and started practicing at 23, and was really, really excited about you know the law. But I realized that I wanted to be more into the forming of the law versus you know how it's carried out. And so, in order to you know really change some things in the world and you know get some justice going on out there, um, and so I decided that I wanted to work for Congress and I looked for an uh, opportunity to work in Capitol Hill and I found one and, you know, it was a great experience except um, I was one of those women who was also targeted by the whole, you know, Me Too experience and when I spoke up about it, um, it was such a, you know, taboo topic and this is before the Me Too movement. When I spoke up about it, I was kind of, you know, quickly, you know, disposed of and shushed and quieted, and I was actually fired. So I then was, you know, unemployed and trying to figure out, okay, so what do I do next? And that's when I found entrepreneurship, you know, just right there waiting for me. Um, I began to write my first book, The Babe Guide to Winning in the Workplace, based on how to navigate issues of harassment and discrimination. And from there, it just kept ballooning. I... We went on to form an organization called Babes in the Workplace, which helps young ladies like myself deal with issues that we may find in corporate America, but then it kept growing and I realized, you know what, it's not just about being in the workplace, we're all just there to make money so that we can make our dreams come true. We don't have to be in the workplace to do that. So what are some of the other opportunities and gifts and strengths that we can use to build? That's how I found
0: entrepreneurship. Wow, that's great. What a what a story. And I, I like I love the way you took, you know, what wasn't the best experience, obviously, and you really um chose to not only um, use it to drive you to, to help others, but you 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 use it in a meaningful way to where now you're creating also these amazing books, and now you have the opportunity to help many many women um, go through um, and and help and serve as a really a, a place for them to a forum for them to get help and also to learn. Um, what is it? let's talk a little bit more about the um, – before we get into the book, let's talk a little bit more about your your mission um, over at BABES. Uh, first, what does it stand for? I, I'm, I'm looking at the show notes and all this good stuff. I mean, you put a lot of work into this, and it's an amazing brand. I love what you're doing.
1: Thank you. So Babe stands for Beautiful, Ambitious, Brilliant Entrepreneurs Destined for Success.
0: It's awesome, and what's the, and so if you see your mission for what you're doing with the uh, overall organization, how do you see this helping women? You know, going forward.
1: Well, like I said, with my personal experience, I realized that you know just because your dreams are you know, these lofty dreams that you set out to accomplish don't work doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you're still not capable of getting to your destination. So sometimes you have to stand back and go, what's my actual Objective. Okay, so if I wanted to work for Congress or if I wanted to become a Congresswoman, what is it they actually wanted to do? I wanted to be able to advocate for people. I wanted to be able to affect change. I don't have to work for Congress to do that. I can literally go and buy real estate. I can invest in my community. I can create a community center. And do a number of things that will give back to the people that I hear about and help, you know, be a voice and advocate in my community. And I don't have to be an elected official to do that. And so it was really, you know, going to the core of what, it, you know, not just the title. A lot of times we're focused on the title of what it is we want to accomplish. And mm-hmm. by going to the core and the purpose, and the, what's really underneath what you're trying to do? If you want to speak for people, you don't have to just do that in court as their attorney. Sometimes, you know, you can volunteer as an advocate, uh, a, a rape victims advocate or, or a number of different advocates that exist. Um, you can volunteer to in, in a, a legal clinic so that people who need help that can't afford it, that you can help them. So there are a number of ways to accomplish these goals that we set in our mind, and oftentimes, What I found is that by, you know, going a different path, you end up with skills and, you know, accomplishing things that you never even imagined and helping people that you, you know, never would have imagined being able to help. So it's being flexible. It's being Mm -hmm. flexible and saying it's not just, you know, this one way to accomplish what I want. And so for me, I was really, really grateful that, you know, the, the horrible experience that I went through has been, you know, a way for me to reach out to other women and say you can get through this. This is not the end of your story. You can keep going just like I did and we can get through this together.
0: Let's um let's switch it up a bit. Let's get into the uh the book. So the Babe's Guide to Generational Wealth um so first uh what was the inspiration for this book?
1: Oh my gosh, this book is a <laughs> I want to say it's almost like a real-life TV drama. A lot of times people watch those um, reality shows, the housewives, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, these people, they're living with all this day-to-day drama. But sometimes our real lives, we go through experiences that if someone was there filming, they'd be like, oh, my God, this would be a great TV show. And so my experience um, with my grandmother passing away was very, very, very dramatic in the sense that – she had left property for me and there were other family members who, you know, had not done what they were supposed to do in life financially and they didn't want me to inherit the house that my grandmother had left for me. And so it was really a, you know, a a long experience because there were, you know, court cases and, you know, people hiding documents and legal documents and just all of this underhanded stuff that happens inside of a family, in a place that you think, you know, this is a place where people come, you know, should be receiving love and support and encouragement. And instead it's like, oh, no, I don't want you to get this house. I want this house. And so it was a very, you know, unfortunate experience, another one. (laughs) But at the same time, there were so many awesome lessons that I got from it and I learned, I was able to learn who my grandmother was as a woman. She was an investor. She was a woman who owned over 20 rental properties in Detroit, Michigan. She was a woman who purchased, um, you know, other land outside the state in New Mexico and, you know, invested in, in stocks and bonds. And so I learned who this woman was outside of just being grandma. You know, sometimes we look at our grandparents and it's like, oh, that's my grandma. But, you know, you don't really know who she is as a person. And so, so this was my introduction to to learning who this incredible woman was and all of her tips and and basically lessons on how to build wealth.
0: So what can the uh readers of this book expect to get out of it? What are some of the what are some of the takeaways?
1: The first takeaway is that wealth is a mindset. Um the difference between my grandparents and their children is the mindset of building wealth if you look up at 50 years old or 60 years old and you're not where you want to be it's not likely that you haven't had opportunities it's that you didn't have the mindset to maximize those opportunities that's number one number two is let's learn instead of just you know looking at other people who've had opportunities and capitalized on them and being jealous let's look at how can we maximize the opportunities right in front of us So instead of just surviving, you know, that survival instinct of just making it paycheck to paycheck, let's look around and see what is it in your life right now that you can capitalize on so that you can maximize and begin to build wealth. So we look around and we see what tools are at our disposal for building wealth. Then number three is, you know, as far as building wealth, it's not enough for you to have it for yourself. Are you prepared to pass it on to the next generation? Do you know the vehicles that wealth is passed through? You know, vehicle, wealth has its own language. Wealth has its own vehicles of how it moves around, and in order to – make money and keep money, you've got to understand money. And most people don't get that. And so these are the things that we cover in the book. And then we sprinkle it with the, you know, very engaging and entertaining story about what happened to me personally. But my story just allows people to really understand how this plays out in real life if we don't take the proper steps.
0: Wow, that's great. Um, and so, Reese, if somebody wants to purchase the book or to learn more about your company, what's the best way for them to do it? Uh, they
1: can go to www.mreeceverson.com or they can go to Instagram at The Babes Guide, T-A-T-B-A-B-E-S-G-U-I-D-E, or on Facebook at The Babes Guide, or they can search for us on Amazon and iTunes at Babe in the workplace or the Babes Guide or in Reese Everson. All of those should get you to the
0: books. That's awesome. Um, well, Reese, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your passion and the back, your background and all the great thing you're, things you're doing with your book. So really love it. Really love the brand. Really love how you're putting yourself out to really help people um, financially and also support. Um, it's awesome. Um, to the audience, I really hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Reese, thanks again for coming on the show.